Hey, I want to invite you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast and enjoying this content and are passionate about protection, you should know that we have an entire library of all of the protector symposiums that we've ever done uh, hosted at protectornation.com. You can go there and you can download those and you can watch every protector symposium we've had to date there online and you can learn protection tactics from the most, some of the most elite trainers in the world from the comfort of your own home. I think you'll be surprised about how much content we actually have there. Uh, It's very, very, very reasonably priced and you can upgrade your protection skills. Remember, protection is not all about the hard skills. 90% of it is all about the software, the programming, the way you see and move in the world to achieve a safer pattern of life. With that having been said, go to protectornation.com, join us there, learn from the best of the best. Now, enjoy the show. So, man, how are you? How are you and yours? You know, oh, real quick um, before, just for the beginning of the podcast sake, everybody, yeah. this is Yossi Levy. He's like my brother in Israel. We've done things together for years. He's another private security professional um, and uh, someone who's near and dear to my heart. So I want to get you guys the real deal word on the ground. You know, so we're doing this podcast right now while I drive back from LAX. So right. how are you? Good. Overwhelmed. Okay. Tough days. Yeah, man. Very long days. Um, if you hear in the background noises, it's the F-15s passing from behind me from north heading south, which is a Gaza Strip, <clears throat> or passing from the south north to the Lebanese border. Um Personally, I had to evacuate my home yesterday at 8 a.m. in the morning on the Lebanese border uh, as a requirement of the Israeli army as it took possession of everything which is for clicks from the border. So, you know, as you know, I have young kids, tough times, and not even, you know, I don't even know how to start to fathom the horrible incidents that happened in the Gaza Strip uh, on Saturday. And that's where we are at. Yeah, man. I think um, I posted something about, you know, and, you know, I'm so sorry that, you know, you guys are dealing with this. And you're kind of close. You're kind of only four clicks away from the clicks away from the border. That's a extended um extended patrol you know that's an extended military patrol so i'm glad you're safe we would on average do three clicks per patrol in the marine corps so you know um i i uh i saw some people that were like trying to be neutral on my chats underneath my post you know Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to say straight up you know from jump you know, obviously in the Middle East, things have been going on for years between every side, but people killing innocent people who are not in uniform, uh, raping, murdering, dragging elderly people through the streets, behind motorcycles, all the things that we've seen indiscriminately killing people, those guys are not, you know, that's not, that's not warriors. That's, those are evil deeds that are being done. Mm-hmm. Um you know, mm-hmm. it's one thing if I put a uniform on and you attack me, that's that's an act. That's a militaristic act against another uh, force, you know, and right. right. But innocent people, you know, I wouldn't do these things to my enemy. I would go find my enemy and we fight like men. Um, this type of behavior, the world's better without these types of people, unfortunately. Yeah, um, true, true. And uh, it's uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. You know, you don't even need to see any of the videos uh, or start to define what's fake news and what's real. It's right. just uh, the thought and the understanding and the scale, again, the scale of evil and pure hatred. And, you know, the, I mean, you know, 
I'm not a man of a, I usually not getting stuck with no words, but this is straight out um, vicious and brutalism at the highest level. And those people, um, I'm sure we will, you know, we'll get even with them, each and every one of them. But um, at that, at this moment, um, that's yet not the mission. It becomes the mission. It's yet yeah. not the mission. Okay. And real quick, before we move <coughs> on to what the exact mission is, too, I want to further kind of illuminate the reality that, like, you know, at least on my side, you can speak to this. It's not a culture necessarily that I'm calling evil. It's people that are willing to murder <laughs> innocent I was in, you know, Iraq, you know, it wasn't the Muslims that I had an issue with. And there's so many Muslims that were very, like, um, amazing that I'm still friends with that showed us great hospitality and saved our lives by showing us things we were going to run into and, and get blown up and stuff. It was the people that were willing to enslave those same Muslims. And it was the people that were willing to do horrible things to innocent people that those were the people that we were geared up to deal with. So I want to make sure everyone understands that's not, we're not attacking, attacking a culture or a religion or anything like that, but people that are willing to do this, these types of evil, unspeakable things to, to, to non-combatants, that's really where I, I personally draw the line. You know, uh, politics are different than that. A hundred percent agreed. I mean, I have in my kibbutz uh, a Muslim couple that are kibbutz members. She's a nurse. Um, he's sort of a social worker and a nurse as well. They are both dear to my heart. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you remember on one of our many personal calls, I told you my wife was just in a delegation in the U.S. to speak mm -hmm. behalf of how we are uniting Arab, Israelis, Muslims, Christians, I don't care. Right. Um, right. So no, it's it's not about your religious, whether you're Jew or a Muslim. Yeah. Not all Muslims are evil. Right. That's not the point here. Hamas is a terrorist organization, a vicious, uh, with, with absurd belief, goals, and missions, and that are sickening and they are involved specifically with murdering whoever and whatever and whenever. And no, that's not a cultural thing. No, it's not. Right. We are, we are aligned in that understanding. Yeah, absolutely. What is, so what is the mission right now, as you were saying, brother? So at, basically until late this morning, is Monday. This incident started Friday, 6 a.m. in the morning. The first, the whole Saturday, Sunday, and a part of today was to take control and stabilize the situation. Yeah. Meaning, clear, um, taking control of all the kibbutzim and settlements and moshavim along the strip that were taken in possession by Hamas clearing them door by door that required an enormous amount of foot ground tactical units and just a lot of manpower um, oh, yeah. while doing while doing that taking care of uh, the estimated 80 holes within the fence that were created during um saturday and sunday events um, how many holes imagine if I'm not mistaken, 80. Wow. Now, even, uh, you know, uh, if you, I, I'm defining a whole, everything that a human being can pass through. Okay. Wow. okay. Um, so you need to have an eyes and a weapon and some optics on each one of those. So stabilizing that situation, respectfully taking out all the bodies this portion of the deal is yet not completed. As you remember, the process of 
moving, identifying bodies in the Jewish religious is different in that sense. The art and craft of identifying in this situation is a lot more dependent on DNA. So there is a religious process taking place and there is a forensic process taking place. So that's why we are far, far, far from having a full identity. That's the second portion. The third piece of this puzzle is gathering, understanding the scale of people that were taken hostage, dead or alive, dead and alive, their numbers, and who's a civilian, who's not a civilian, who's an army, soldier, commander, and understanding uh, this component. So until some time during midday today, um, there was this phase in the Gaza Strip area. In parallel to that, since we are a state that is circled by enemies, yeah, the size we, always, we always have to keep our eyes to the north, to our dear friends from the north. Hezbollah. We always right. need to keep our eyes to the east, to our Syrian friends. Yeah. Slash. Now, b- between those two, you have Iran, who's basically steering the wheel with confidence. And you have the West Bank, which is another collision region. Right. And you have the Israeli Arabs as in the past already occurred where there were collisions as well, going back um, 2018, if I'm not mistaken. So you need to eliminate an attack on the Gaza Strip and keep your eyes closed on all those four other um, objectives. This is basically what I was just referring to is to stretch yourself to the max and then do some more. That's why as of Sunday morning, the army has been preparing itself in all frontiers, mm. moving, first of all, a full full uh, declaration of war, recruitment of any um, army reserved personnel. The right. number is in the um, hundreds of thousands of personnel that were recruited. Mm and assigning missions, tasks, making sure all, all, all our borders are geared up um, and ready for any escalation. If it's a retaliation, if it's copycatting incidents, if it's joining forces, it doesn't matter at the moment what the reason is, but it's just to make sure that we're not exposed. And this is what we have been dealing with until a few hours ago. At this point, I, I the state of Israel is kind of um, in a point where there is a, I won't say complete, but I'll say a very high probability of understanding the scale of hostages okay. and identification of them. Yeah. That's one. And there is the aspect of gaining control back on the Gaza Strip and um, evacuating all of the Gaza Strip from the um, northwestern part to the southeastern part, all of it. Uh, And basically creating, as of now, a sterilized area for the army to, to do its thing. Right. And in the last hours, we are... Um, hearing over the news, and we can even hear it 
when you're out and about that uh, at least the aerial bombing portion of the Israeli response has been initiated uh, in wider scales that than we knew before. Some of the protocols have been changed. Israel did a lot of background work on getting gaining international support that will allow us to operate in the way that we are currently operating. It means Thank to you. get it means to get the full US support, UN support, a lot of our friends from the um European nation. Um, so there's a lot of uh, publication to do, a lot of propaganda to do in a in a positive way. You need to obviously, you know, prove to them and present to them indication as to why this is not as if nobody sees, right? Uh, why is right. this not similar to anything that has ever occurred in the past? Right. And now we are in a point where we are about to change the paradigm in the sense that, you know, to speak in, in, in high words of eliminating or, you know, uh, taking Hamas and basically erasing them off the map. These yeah. are, these are comments that I don't know what, based on what grounds I do know, hope and believe that it's going to be different just because the, the scale of what, the Israeli state is going through right now is something that the Israeli state have never been through before. Never. Wow. It's, wow, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you need to remember, these are not soldiers going to war and not coming back. Right. These are kids as young as six months. These are all people as old as 90 years old. And if they were not able to kidnap them, or and if they were not able to, um, you know, shoot them, so they just burnt them. They, I mean, their mindset was to. I'm not using kill because it's not killing. It's. Brutality. It's slaughtering, it's brutality as much right. as possible. As much as possible. Right. And, and it, you know, there is the element of uh, the confidence of the state of Israel and its citizens in the parliament and the government and the army yeah. because you yeah. lose a sense of confidence. So that's right. an element that needs to be regained. And but at the moment, I think that um, everybody's pretty much focused on what the the outcomes will be once Israel yeah. will finish its mission. Yeah. How how close do you feel like maybe we are to stabilizing, at least for now, the situation that took place the other day? I mean, I know it's, I guess it's a hard question to answer because, you know, everyone takes a turn in these combative situations. When you say stabilize, in what sense do you mean stabilize? Um, in, the, in the sense that, um, you know, are people still, like, does it feel like the military presence now in Israel is providing an environment that would make it very difficult for the enemy to do what they did over the weekend? <clears throat> in terms 110%. of saturating the environment? Okay. A hundred and ten percent. Currently, okay. I can tell you. I mean, if you walk to my kibbutz, it looks like an army base. There are, I mean, uniforms in all everywhere. the borders, uniforms everywhere, full force, yeah. full forced, full ammunition, heavy duty yeah. shit. Right. You know, the skies are lit with planes. Okay. You know. The Air Force is, is is grinding and working. Earlier today, there was an attempt of a squad to um, infiltrate from Lebanon. They didn't hesitate. They had Apache. 
basically shoot decimate all them. over the area, decimate all the area where they were at. Um, yeah. So, and also in the in, in in the Gaza Strip. I mean, once we were able to stabilize the situation, anybody who just even comes close is being bombed. And you know, it's something. Um, you know, personally, I'm not speaking behalf of the state or behalf of anybody else. Right. Something in in the moral compass has been broken. Right. You allow yourself to maybe be more aggressive, yeah. less thoughtful, angry, you know? Right. And yesterday, you know, I, uh, so wait, let's, let's go back. So that's that, but you need to keep in mind, we right. still have them shooting missiles. Oh, so they are still, yes. Still, so still this, this is, no, 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 no. They are still attacking. They, they were shooting yesterday, late in the evening. It was a massive, um, shooting towards uh, some southern cities today there was i actually <clears throat> um took my kids out um, to grab something to eat today for like an hour and we were literally caught walking back to the car and um the siren blew and we were in the car i'm driving imagine driving on yeah. I'll give you the scenario. You're driving yeah. on Sunset Boulevard with mm-hmm. your wife and your kids in the car. The siren blows. You stop the car in the middle of the road. You take your kids. You run to the closest building you see. Okay. If you can't enter the building, you just lay on the floor. You put them on the ground with their hands above their heads. You squeeze them to the corner as much as possible. And you just lay over them. And hope. And pray. Can you exactly now try to imagine this situation? Yeah. And this is for some people in the state of Israel, that's their life. Life. And and nobody should live this way. And we've been saying this for years, but I think that in that sense as well, I think something changed now and something will um I hope will look differently. Once all this war would end, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, um, it kills me, man. I hate war, and I've been in those types of situations. But women and children, man, like, breaks my heart that they're so um, indiscriminate, right? And you know, in our responses, we still have to have power um, under discretion, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but we need to be effective, you know, we need to be effective, uh, as you guys are, you know, so yeah, man, that's, yeah. what are the needs? And, go ahead. And then we'll get into no, the no. needs that you go, have, go. have. Yeah. Go. You know, if someone is listening and wants to, to help or send aid, or is there something people can do on our side or spread the message or. Is there anything people can do from here to support you if they want to support you guys? Sure. So first of all, um, there's a lot of fundraising that is being uh, taking place. Um, I'm actually um, combining some of them and and helping some organizations that I uh, believe their efforts and some... uh, um, com- uh, army combat units that we are helping and supporting um, their needs and just providing them with more of what they need. Um, right. it, sometimes it's gear, sometimes it's just um, funding that for them to uh, purchase gear that they need. That's on one hand. The other, the other um, aspect is just to maintain the support not to get blindsided by fake news. Um, and right. I would just, you know, I, I am calling for everybody who wants to hear and speak yeah. and understand how it feels from the side of, now don't put me as Yossi, a guy that 
He's in the security industry. I'm the father of three kids. I live okay. one mile, less than a mile actually, from the Lebanese border. I had to evacuate my home. I have no clue what's my home going to look like when I'll get back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had to wake up in the morning and after 30 minutes, evacuate my home, take whatever belongings I thought that are essentials, put them in the car with my kids, my wife, my dog, and leave. So, you know, if anybody want to understand how this is, that's a message I want to share. If everybody want to understand, I mean, I'm not, I'm now staying with family that they have two kids there on both sides of this yeah. battle. One up north, one down south. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's a crazy life we're living. Um, but it's a mission and it's a war that I'm definite and positive that um, we will prevail 110%. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if people want to help, um, one way is to make sure that um, their message is the right one. And if they need to align that message, I'm here for that. And whoever want to contribute and donate, uh, if it's gear or funding, they can reach out to me and I can address them in ways, uh, in more than one way, um, to those sources who need this aid. As you know, I also share with you a list of um, gear uh, and right. stuff that, uh, as you'll see later, that we trying to recruit in order to help some of uh, some some of the unit. <clears throat> you know, in, when you go from A to Z and you immediately recruit that portion of individuals, it takes time to gear everybody up in the proper way. And wherever we can expedite that and move this process faster, that's what we're going to do. Right. Um, and just, and just really to, to remember that this is a pure evil. This is an act of evil. This is not any other act. And, and that I'm sure that the outcome and the, revenge and I won't use any other word but revenge uh, will be appropriate yeah absolutely and accurate uh, and we'll make yeah. sure you know whatever links or contact information you know you want is underneath this thing mm-hmm. and you were um, you were talking about you know kind of the making sure people have the right narrative and mm-hmm. I want to make sure we extract that and uh, highlight mm-hmm. that, you know, you yeah. know, because we're going to get hit with a bunch of stuff. We're going to get bombarded with a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's just the nature of the world now. But what is that right. story? What is that framework? What does that narrative sound like and look like? I think it's very simple. Um, um, imagine young kids going to a music festival to yeah. enjoy. Um, you need to always keep in there keep in mind the time frame because the time frame is critical it's the jewish okay. high holidays it's the jewish okay. high holidays it's the last day of the jewish high holidays it's the simchat torah day it's a very religious and important day in the jewish religious holidays it's yeah. a saturday morning it's a shabbat it's a Saturday morning. So take into account that, you know, the time frame chosen from their perspective, I I mean, it's, they couldn't have chosen a better day. Um, The 50 years memory of the Yom Kippur War in October 1973. So all those three components together, but it's extremely under the understanding of the Shabbat, which is a religious day for the Jewish uh, people. And the fact that it's not only a Shabbat 
morning. It's also a holiday morning. It's kind of you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a mass right, mass shooting, a mass shooting on Christmas, a mass shooting on Christmas Day. That's what it's wow. uh, can be mm-hmm. compared to, and so there is this music festival. Three thousand yeah. young kids. They yeah. all they wanted to, no all they wanted, no all, combatants. Oh. <laughs> three hundred, three thousand. I'm sorry. Young adults going to a party, an organized, permitted, yeah. approved party with fifty some unarmed security guards just to maintain the peace and the order and another yeah. 20 some so- soldiers and uh, not soldiers. I'm sorry. Police officers, paid police officers and 6am people are dancing. Some people are resting in their tents. You know what? I'll give you a great example. Mm. Imagine, imagine, imagine 200 terrorists coming at 6 a.m. to Burning Man Festival and shooting yeah. people down. As simple as that. With RPGs, grenades, um, um, AKs, point, RPKs, everything. Everything you think of, uh, 0.5 caliber, slaughtering mm-hmm. people, slaughtering people, burning them in their cars, setting them all on fire, Molotov bottles, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. That's what they did. Now, And that's only that's, part of what they did, because they were in the city center's I'm seeing videos of. I don't want to be. I don't want to be sound. That's for that from their perspective. That's the icing on the cake, Mm. dude. Yeah. But that's there is a road leading to where the party took place. When you'll see images of that road, you'll see something from Afghanistan, dude. From I don't know from where. Mm. From Ukraine, you'll see. Trails of cars burnt. Wow. Almost, almost shy than 300 people. Not an accurate number. Not an accurate number. Shy than 300 people were massacred just there. Now, they shot them. And then they came back and they shot them again. And people were hiding in shelter. And those there are those cement cubicles to take shelter from the rockets that are spread all over. So there was this guy who, uh, you know, talked on the TV earlier today. And, and he, he said that there were like 50 people running into those shelter cubicles. And... Those two terrorists came to the front and they throw two hand grenades in. And after I and imagine you throw a hand grenade into a shelter, the impact is quadruple. Massive. Right, right. Then he was like on the third um, row of the people that were squishing inside <clears throat> and they played music and they were laughing and they just started shooting everybody then they walked out they threw in another hand grenade somebody came back in shot them again this is an act of madness this is an act yeah. of madness. And when everybody will wake up in a few days from now and say, hey, you're bombing buildings and you're killing people. Right, exactly. 
That's what I want to remember. Yeah. And the family of five. Yeah. That their oldest daughter is six. They were all handcuffed, shot, then they cut them. And, you know, it's thickening. Just, it makes me sick to my stomach. And that's not war. That's not that's war. That's not war. Because yeah. if the, eventually there will be, I don't know, about a thousand dead from this one day. About a thousand dead. We already exceeded 900. Okay. Um, In percentage, yes. There's going to be army. There's police. So, so far, there are like 35 police cops. Hmm. 35 police cops. Say another, I don't know, 100, 200 military personnel. 60% of the people are innocent individuals. All the army and the police are people that try to protect the civilian. Yeah. You see people walking in the street of Sderot with RPGs and shooting into people's houses, trying, going door to door. You know, they came with, um, they had drills and everything to break the locks. Yeah. So in every, in a lot of the houses, they have the safe room. Now the safe mm -hmm. room has a heavy shield metal door. Right. Okay. So to those doors that they couldn't walk into, they took the drill so they could drill through the door and at least put the gun in and blaster the room, whatever, you know, even if it's a minimum, but to do that. And then they buried, they put a fire outside of the door that people will suffocate from this, from the, um, from the smoke coming in from underneath the door. Or, you know, wow. they will wait for them outside because they will have to come out because nobody want to die getting burnt, right? The human nature right. will tell you, open mm -hmm. the door and run out. So nobody's ever going to talk to me about, hey, it's war and this is how war is. This is no fucking war. This is murder. Murdering mass, mass innocent, murder. innocent people. Yeah. Kids, toddlers, women, children, the age of every individual that will listen to this recording, he or she, they have a kid at the age that one of those kids there was or murdered or taken into hostage. And I don't want to even start thinking what that's going to look like. Right. Okay. So any and all reaction, retaliation, outcome, Consider justified at this point. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's, uh, yeah, man, that's uh, an unfortunate reality. Mm -hmm. You know, but people, you know, people, combatants, warriors, protectors are created for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. Because without people that are formidable and capable, um of violence uh, and being better at it than those guys the whole world would look like this um man my um yeah man i think yeah my hearts and prayers go out to you guys i've got many friends and you know and brothers including yourself out there um so yeah man i and like i said it's not a political thing it's not an ethnic thing it's not a cultural thing it's not no. a religious thing. This is none of murderers. Them. Yeah, this is murderers versus people who live next to them um, in peace 
and, and, and are trying to just live their lives and go to a concert and live their family, be with their families. Um, mm-hmm. This is those people, you know, versus people that chose to uh, mm-hmm. do all these horrible things. Very sophisticated, very coordinated, yeah. very premeditated. Yes, An operation mm-hmm. like this takes years of premeditation, calculation, sure. study, hostile planning cycles. Um you know, this is this, is this is by the way something that we will have as a state to investigate look into analyze right. make the right conclusions i'm sure that people's heads will be chopped off in the sense that they will obviously be fired but except now is not the time for that right now is now the time, time to move that Everything. nobody argues nobody argues the fact that there was a failure here whether it's intelligence preparation readiness response time protocols procedures not arguable mm-hmm. but right. your enemy is not an army your enemy right. is somebody who wants to come and kill you and your kids why right. Just because. Yeah, just because of who you are. And it's not a um it's not a, a uniformed um enemy either, which is the worst type. It's an insurgency. It's they hide mm-hmm. amongst the population and then they appear. This is the worst kind mm-hmm. in existence. Yeah. This is what we sure. dealt with in Iraq. This is what these are the hardest type to, to dig out. And understand so yeah the, the comparison to isis nowadays is like um you cannot compare it to isis from the level of of brutalism and 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 viciousness that's uh that's you know just a way to look at it well my brother um, yeah. is there anything else you want to say or anything else i can do you know, we're working on some other things, but any final thoughts kind of on this? I I just, you know, I think that we should, uh, if there is one, one recommendation is that we can't never, ever underestimate our enemies, yeah. um, their motives, yeah. their agendas. And we should always, always, always stay as alert and ready, prepared, focused as possible. Because that it only takes one time. Yeah. That you're not that you're not at your very, very best. Right. Well, you're never the same again. And you're never the same again. True. And just, you know, um, for those who support and love the state of Israel, um, just prayers for the well-being of the hostages and for the recovery of the thousands of people injured and much, much, much respect for those who lost their life, whether in combat, whether in saving other people's lives the amount of um you know hero stories um that will come up once this whole incident will be investigated will be skyrocketing people here put others before themselves and they lost their lives for it civilians and army and police and and, yeah. and 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 fire department wow. and many others and just prayers and and hopes for you know a a better world for all yeah. of us to live in yeah and and we can't allow ourselves to think that it can happen only here because of the region we are right uh, presence in yes because hatred is hatred it's all over the world it's everywhere 
Yep. And it's most of all, there's a lot of it aimed at us as well. We have not made our situation safer based on our political moves and decisions for over the last few decades. And And, and much respect, much respect, much respect and appreciation to the very clear, precise, unjudgmental message that the U.S. government showed Israel following this event. The full 100% support. Okay. And the support that is also being um, interpreted by actions. We are expecting to have a huge, huge um, carrier, Air Force carrier ship. Okay. Uh, The Ford, if I'm Gerald Ford, over the seas of Israel with another six or seven ships to show a sign of force and to show our enemies surrounding us that you know america is not just um supporting through press conferences from the other side of the globe but they are here they are present they are supporting and if thoughts to join the party they should have a second thought about that okay yeah and another small note to uh, the community out there, you know, uh, I think some your job um, with them, but as you're executing, you know, your tasks and missions, just remember to let the enemy become you, you know, don't let them turn you into what they are, you know, that, exactly. that way, as, as you do those things and you pull those triggers and, and all the things you must do, make sure that you're still driven by the love for the people behind you and the mm-hmm. people you represent um, mm-hmm. rather than the hatred towards those in front of you because it's a really easy, easy mistake to make because you very have to thin line. Very thin line. Very, a very thin line. Nowadays, specifically, the line uh, is extremely thin. Yes, and it's a mantle that us warriors must always, always be able to psychologically carry, which is I am not like these guys. I have my honor mm-hmm. and I fight with that mm-hmm. honor and mm-hmm. the innocent and the weak I will protect. And those combatants I'm here to deal with, we will fight and um, may the best man win by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree Absolutely. with you 110%. 110%. Yes. Okay. Well, you'll see it's. Um, such an honor and such a privilege. Um, always, always is, my friend. If there's anything I can do, you just say the word, and um, you know I will do everything I can always to support you. Uh, thoughts and prayers, but more than that, you know, you are on my podcast, and anything else I can do uh, to support you guys out there, man. You guys are family. <laughs> Yeah, so we obviously plan for your uh, audience um, many more things to come in the next few months. Yes. We will yes, stay on track with this course. We will uh, um, not let this incident uh, change the course of life and nature as we plan them, because that's also a mission that people try to do, and we will not give them this privilege. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you for taking the time and see the importance and uh, the will to understand this message. And, you know, for whomever is out there and want to hear this uh, a different objective of how it is, again, not as a people, as a person from the industry, just as a father. Um, right. I'm here for that. I'm exactly here for that. I'm exactly right. here for that. Okay. Stay safe. Right. Yes, sir. Stay you well. too. Hey. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you too as well, my friend. I look forward to shaking your hand early next year, my man, when we execute on our missions. Sooner than later. Outstanding. All right. God be with be you. Safe. We'll talk soon.
Be safe. Sure. Boom! Quick shout out to our sponsor, Staccato. My first pistol sponsor. Um, I've been sponsored by a lot of companies, right, over the years. But when it comes to pistol, that's my bread and butter. Pistol is something I believe in. You know, I'm a competitive shooter. You know, we're shooting anywhere from, you know, 800 rounds a month type of thing, right? So Staccato being what I believe is one of, if not the most complete handguns you can put in your hand. Um, it's got every component that a handgun could have, should have. Uh, they're actually extremely dependable now that they've made some changes. And these things are straight up tack drivers. If you're looking for a pistol that will do as much of the work for you as a piece of hardware can, obviously you have to have the, the, the marksmanship and all the different things, but different guns perform at different levels. And I wanna say that Staccato is one of by far, for sure, take it from a competitive shooter, we're shooting the highest volumes of rounds constantly right now, not used to have a background guy, but like right now, when you go shoot, you're gonna see certain brands. Staccato is one of, if not the highest performing firearm that is both CCW, duty ready, and also competitive ready. So I wanna give them a shout out if you guys are looking for a good handgun to build your skills on top of, go check out Staccato, much love and respect. Boom, yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, you'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, that helps, that helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.